Good evening and welcome to Revitalize 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I am your host, I am your next step coach. This is Lily Lincoln and here on Revitalize 2020, I am your daily devotional companion. Revitalize 2020 is an encouragement for modern Christian women sponsored by Teaching Mums Limited and teachingmums.com. My declaration of faith. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died and rose again. I believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven and the only way to obtain eternal life. I believe in the power of speaking in tongues. I believe in the power of healing and the working of miracles. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe that the Holy Spirit is also God. And I believe that if you decide today to make a personal commitment and accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Saviour, your life will never be the same again. And in every episode, I give every listener an opportunity to pray the prayer of salvation along with me. Um, for the sake of reference, I'm using the Joyce Meyer Everyday Life Bible with commentary and notes by Mrs. Joyce Meyer. And I now have these Bibles on sale, girls. If you go over to teachingmums.com, you can buy yourself a copy. Now, I've been using this Everyday Life Bible since... Um, 2013 and it has really been a great source of inspiration and encouragement to me those of you who know me personally know how much I love the work that the Lord has done in Mrs Joyce Meyer's life and in the life of her husband and her family and she has encouraged me um, on many many long days and um, I've used her her commentary and notes to help me understand scripture And so unless I say otherwise, that's what I'll be using as a point of reference. And you now have an opportunity to buy um, an Everyday Life Bible for yourself. And that's available on teachingmums.com in the Flutterby gift shop. Okay, the prayer of salvation. Just repeat after me. Father, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you there is nothing we can do to earn salvation I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins And I ask you to forgive me. By faith I receive Jesus Christ now 
as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am safe and will spend eternity with you. Thank you, Father. I am so grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you just pray that prayer along with me, you are now a fully-fledged member of the body of Christ, the family of the Lord, the risen Lord himself, and you are in Christ and um, <laughs> no one can take that away from you. Now, if you haven't already found a local church, please join your local church. Join them in worshipping the Lord together as often as you can meet. You are welcome to join um, my family and I at our home-based church. We worship at Maranatha Ministries Internationals and the senior and founding pastors there are Dr. Reverend Muir and Mrs. Constance Muir. We meet on a Sunday at, um, from 10.30, a Tuesday from 7.30, and again on a Friday from 7.30. Now, if you go over to teachingmoms.com, if you scroll right down, there'll be a number of logos of organisations that I um, highly recommend have either partnered with me in some way or providing a service to me or a service that I'm using um, or affiliated with, you will see the Mar Maranatha Ministries International logo. It looks like a golden globe. Now, if you click on that link, it will take you directly to the Maranatha Ministries International and you will have an, a really, really clear idea of the, um, the ministry, um, the vision there and the service times and how to get in touch with the, the ministers and the leaders there. So that will go live tonight. So before the end of today, you will see the logo and you can click on the logo and it will take you straight through to the website to get some more information. I've had a few people ask about our home-based church and we'd love you to join us. Um, we are live every Sunday on um, Facebook Live with the service and the word being shared. And um, that's another way that you can engage with the community there. But we'd love to see you in person. You are more than welcome. Um, just come along. Be yourself. Bring your family. We'd love to worship with you. Amen. So today we are going to be looking at submission to authority, gods and mans. Ouch. Yeah, the word is real. And um, I shared with you that um, I've been having some challenges over the past few weeks and I, I know that what the enemy is trying to do is to turn my voice off but I will not be silent I've never been known to be silent <laughs> I will continue to share the word with you and what I'd encourage you to do is just tune in to anchor.fm or onto Spotify wherever podcasts are being shared to catch up on all the episodes and if I miss a day I would try and upload two in one day so that we're up to date and nobody's left behind. I, I love what I do and I love sharing the word with you. Um, but you know that I'm a full-time wife, full-time mum, <laughs> full-time everything. And sometimes when life happens, um, I need to encourage myself in the Lord, then get back up, put my war, my war makeup on and continue to fight the good fight. So if you don't hear from me, just reach out 
um, log on to my website, email me, lulu at teachingmoms.com, get in touch on WhatsApp with those of you that have my personal number and tune into Anchor FM just to get up to date on all things um, Revitalise 2020, all things teachingmums.com. So let's go. Submission to authority, God and man. Let's pray. Father, you are my everything, my everything. You are my everything. And I, I can't thank you enough for the way in which you've allowed me to live this long that I can give you glory. And many people did not live to see today. And I want to extend now, Father, your grace and your mercy and your healing to the Bryant family who have lost a husband and a father. I don't understand untimely death and I don't pretend to understand it. But what I will say is that because you are infinitely good, do your work in their lives that even if there's no understanding about what happened, that your comfort would bless Kobe Bryant's family at this time. As we share the word together today, let me encourage, let me stir up, let me love and let me live before you, Father, that I may walk in your glory and serve you all the days of my life. People listening now, may their loved ones and spouses and children and grandchildren be protected because they follow you. May your word dwell richly in me and may I divide your word up truthfully and accurately that I will not bring shame and dishonour to your perfection. Holy Spirit, um, speak through me. May your glory be revealed as I speak. And may your daughters be encouraged today. And may I not be disqualified by hearing and reading your word and not practicing it. Not practicing it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm on a journey with you and um, I'm growing in grace and I'm being challenged and stretched in, in all sorts of ways and um I would say for the first time I'm enjoying it because what the Lord is doing is he's given me great responsibility but with great responsibility comes greater accountability and there are things that I used to be able to do that the Lord will no longer allow me to do and and that's okay I love the Lord and I want him to to be able to rely on me okay so let's go I'll give you the scriptures first one is Joshua 24 Chapter 24, verse 24. Second scripture is 1 Samuel 15, 23. Psalm 103, 17 and 18. Psalm 112, verse 1. Psalm 119, verse 44 and 45. Isaiah 1, chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. Um, so as, as always, as per our new format, we will look at the um, relative scriptures, relevant scriptures in two parts, Old Testament and New Testament. So you'll have the Old Testament today and then the New Testament verses tomorrow. We will pray together in both episodes. And if God gives me a word of knowledge for anybody, I will share that 
and I want you to be encouraged. I want you to read the scriptures yourself, get your notebook. Um, and remember, my opinion is not the only opinion, and it's by no means final. The authority and the guarantee of the word is the Holy Spirit, and um, He will be a witness to you in your life about the work that God is doing. Amen. Joshua chapter 24, verse 24. Joshua was mentored by Moses. And the Lord said to Joshua, my servant Moses is dead. And um, we all knew that Moses died, but God is making it clear to Joshua that it's time for you to take your place. And maybe where you are in your life, you are looking behind and saying, well, this person used to encourage me all the time and now they're no longer around. What the Lord is saying is that that person is dead, not necessarily physically, but maybe the season is over. You are now the leader. You are now the encourager. And Joshua did a fantastic job of leading God's people into the next phase of their lives. Here we go. The people said to Joshua, this is verse 24, the Lord, our God, we will serve his voice we will obey so in looking at submission to authority gods and man submission is um obedience okay it is um respect for um your superiors and following their instructions even if you do not agree and this works in marriage this works in employment this works with a parent-child relationship. This will work in a um, within your church setting. And submission is incredibly important because the place, the world is set up with leaders and followers. And I think, you know, the Bible is very clear that if you want to be great, you have to serve first. And in order to be a great leader, you have to be able to follow. Now, um, I've been... A Christian for 19 years and I have to tell you that in the 19 years that I've been born again I have had some phenomenal leaders who have loved me stretched me challenged me pulled me encouraged me sharpened me but I've also had some leaders that did not do that but in all honesty as a as a follower or as a member of churches I have been disloyal, I've been unfaithful, I've been rebellious, I've been all of these things. And I would be, I've I've only really learned submission in the last, I suppose, five years because the beauty of submission is that everybody wins. If somebody's being led of God and they're leading you, they're doing your job, they're doing their job. And by you submitting to them, you're allowing them to do their job because we are not supposed to bring strain and stress to our leaders in any capacity, not at work not at home to our parents for those of you who still live at home with your parents not to our spouses um i have really had to be encouraged in the lord and by the spirit of god to be submissive at home because i'm naturally very very stubborn naturally very independent and naturally very rebellious and all of these things are um the opposite of what god would require of me as a wife as a mum and as a servant under the authority of good Christian leaders. So what is being said in this Bible verse is that they they will serve the Lord and obey his voice. Now it's twofold. Serving God in, 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 um, involves your actions. 
but obeying the voice of the Lord involves your heart and submission is twofold and I don't know if you've ever heard the story of a teacher who told a child to sit down who did sit down but in his heart he was still standing up and rebellion starts in the heart and the bible says rebellion is like witchcraft in fact it is witchcraft because what you're saying is how I feel and what I want to do is superior to what God requires of me or what my leaders require of me which is pride and I've struggled a lot with pride over the years and it's broken my life in so many ways and the good thing that's come out of it is that I've learned very difficult lessons the long hard way but it also means that because I was so full of pride I can recognize it much more easily in myself now than I could previously but what I was doing is I was serving those are my actions but in my heart I was still rebelling still defiant still stubborn and not really wanting to surrender so if you're finding it hard to submit ask the Lord to circumcise your heart because in the New Testament Jesus requires circumcision of the heart not just of the physical aspect and submission is hard because it rubs you up the wrong way and maybe you are from a family where the um the women are the leaders and that's a beautiful thing but sometimes when you come from a family of strong women and you marry um it can be difficult to submit because you're used to the female voice you're used to women being in charge but god designed it that he would come first husbands would come after and then the wives would follow now submission does not mean being bullied and manipulated because the man has to be led of the lord and if he is led of the lord my goodness submit but if he's not being led of the lord and he's doing something ungodly then you have to go back to your father in heaven and say you know my husband is not walking in the will of the lord show me how to honor him but still put you first There's a way to do it and it's hard. It's hard, but what the Lord will do is he will give you courage to confidently and respectfully submit to your husband without disobeying the Lord. But submitting to man's authority is just as important. When I say man, I don't mean a man. I mean man's authorities in your leaders, your supervisors, superiors, employers, as long as they are also obeying God. And this is the caveat. Are they obeying the Lord? And I'm talking about church leaders too, because you know that the Christian church, you know, we've done some things that have broken some people. And I'm not encouraging anybody to be submissive or subservient to someone who is not walking in the spirit of the Lord. Because it says here, The Lord our God we will serve and his voice will we obey. So if the Lord's voice is coming through a leader, then you follow. But if it's not the Lord, do not follow. Because Jesus said he came to divide. So if somebody is not walking in the Lord, why should you follow them? I'm asking you a question. And this is hard because I know that lots of us are in jobs that we find tricky and People are turning a blind eye to things that they know their supervisors are doing. And because they're being paid by these people, it's hard to stand up to them and speak out. But I'd encourage you to seek the Lord. He will help you. He will help you to submit to godly instruction. That's the point I'm making. Let's move on. First Samuel 
Samuel 15. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as idolatry and teraphim. Household good luck images, because you have rejected the Lord, the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. Now, this is a harsh word to Saul because Saul did everything that he was asked to do except for one thing. Now, I've always been told partial obedience is plain disobedience. Now, this is a problem I had. God spoke to me about my career about four years ago. And what he said to me is that if it ever came to the point that um, teaching would compromise my relationship with him, I'm to leave. And I said, Father, I do anything for you. I love you more than this. I'd, of course. And then the time came where I was um, subtly asked to compromise. And I didn't compromise, but I didn't leave. So I am implicitly complying. So if somebody's doing something wrong and you are not helping them, but you're also not stopping them, what do you think you're doing? you are disobeying and I made myself very unwell with worry and anxiety and had a lot of sleepless nights because I watched people do things I knew were wrong and didn't have the courage until very recently to leave my um, profession in a formal sense and I have great peace but what the bible says and this was Samuel talking to Saul because the word came through Samuel that Saul is to destroy all of the Amalekites and he didn't because he spared the best of the sheep to give as a sacrifice and the Lord says that obedience is better than sacrifice but because Saul was disobedient he was no longer worthy to be king in the eyes of the Lord and this then made room for David and I wonder and this is just speculation if Saul had obeyed would he have been king and would his sons have been king sometimes we can oh gosh forfeit the inheritance of our children because of disobedience it's just not worth it and I know that I've avoided a lifetime of sickness and anxiety and insomnia and trauma and by default have allowed my children to bypass that that pain because I was obedient now I should have been obedient sooner And I sacrificed a lot because I was disobedient. But because I finally surrendered, there are symptoms of sickness that I had every day for three years that I have not had since I resigned from my post as a class teacher. Yeah. So rebellion is is not a joke. And I'd encourage you to be obedient to the Lord first and foremost so that we're not walking in um, witchcraft and we're not rejected from our... Um, godly inheritance or from our um, position of authority spiritual authority because of disobedience but also falling in line with God's instruction obeying his instructions and then any godly um, uh, ta, yeah, and, uh, I'm trying to find the words so hearing directly from the Lord and being obedient to him but then if the word of the Lord comes through a leader ha, ra, ya, that's what I'm trying to say. If the word of the Lord comes through a prophet or a, a pastor or a leader or an employer or a 
wise counsellor or a parent or a spouse, the way the Lord spoke through the prophet Samuel. Remember, Samuel had history with the Lord. Samuel was a prayed for child. And from the, as soon as he was able to speak and hear, he heard from the Lord. So he was well equipped to speak on behalf of the Lord and he was chosen by the Lord to speak to King Saul and King Saul was disobedient. So the point I'm making is that you can hear from God directly. You can hear directly from God, but God has put people around you to speak to you using his voice and them as the vehicle. And sometimes we think, well, you know, what does this person know? And we could really be... Um, disobeying God because we have disrespected the authority of that person and that includes husbands now let me tell you something girls there's so many things that my husband has advised me about and let's say he's advised me about 10 things and I've only really paid attention to five the five things that I didn't submit or obey ended up in very 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 dire circumstances and he never said I told you so but when I look back the Lord was using him to calm me down to kind of steer me in the right direction because let me tell you something if your husband is in the lord he is your shepherd in your house because it's the lord and then it's your husband and then it's you and then it's your children so if my husband is second in command after the lord then he's also my shepherd and my pastor now you might not agree with that and that might feel uncomfortable but i have great comfort and great joy in that um the lord uses my husband greatly to encourage me he uses my mum and many, 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 many wise um, older people in the Lord to bring in a word of wisdom at the right time. If I'm walking in rebellion and stubbornness and idolatry and witchcraft, I can't hear from the Lord through them because of pride and because of rebellion. It clouds the heart and the mind and it stops you from walking in the fullness of your godly authority king saul had his kingship taken from him his kingdom removed from him and his children and his his generations after him because he was disobedient psalm 103 verse 17 and 18 psalm 103 verse 17 and 18 now, i know this might not feel good and it's not really something that we want to hear but it requires great maturity to look at ourselves and say, well, Father, help me to be obedient and not to walk in rebellion. Psalm 103, verse 17 and 18. But the mercy and loving kindness of the Lord are from everlasting to everlasting upon those who reverently and worshipfully, worshipfully fear him and his righteousness is to the children's children. To such as keep his covenant, here we go, hearing, receiving, loving, and obeying it, and to those who earnestly remember his commandments to do them, imprinting them on their hearts. So submission requires our action. It requires a kneeling of the, a bending of the knee and a bowing of the heart. And if you think of the most beautiful sunflowers, they yield to the sun and they grow stronger as they bend towards the light. And I encourage you, baby, bend and lean towards the light and the word 
And as you honour and obey him, it says here that um, his righteousness is to children's children. So that means that my children's children will be... um, mm, Ha, will have their rightful inheritance if I am obedient. And not just obedient on one one sunny day somewhere in history, daily. And this is why um, I'm facing some of the battles I'm facing. And sometimes under such violent assaults from the enemy, because I'm fighting for um, the generations after me. Because the ones who have gone before did the best that they could for me, but they've gone. Moses is dead, the Lord said. But where I am now, I'm 35 years old and I'm not even a third of the way through my life. I have to stand in the gap for generations that will come after me and my husband bearing our, our names, the children that we, that we will carry, the children that we have, that the righteousness of the Lord will go to each generation, but it requires the kneeling, and the yielding of my heart, daily obedience, and I, I, you know, and I'm not there yet, but I ask for grace, I ask for the Spirit of the Lord to help me to make lots of good small decisions regularly, lots of good small decisions regularly, so that 100 years from now, when I'm called home, that the Lord himself would release me and I can look back and say I did everything the Lord asked me to do and then my children and their children and their children's children every generation after um, myself and my husband would walk in righteousness and obedience because of the example that we as their um, ancestors set for them and that's God's promise to you that if you kneel And yield your heart today to him for the first time, for the 50th time. He is sure to bless your generations after you. Bless the fruit of your womb. Bless the work of your hands as you honour him. That it may continue as long as you have children and great-grandchildren on this earth. That they will know the Lord because of your obedience today. Psalm 112, verse 1. Psalm 112, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed, happy, and fortunate to be envied is the man who fears, reveres, and worships the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. So as you obey the Lord... The Bible calls you blessed, happy and fortunate and to be envied. And if you can delight yourself in the Lord, he promises to give you the desires of your heart. And delighting yourself in the Lord means you find joy in doing the right thing. And it doesn't come easy. This is the muscles. The muscles are being trained not to lie. The tongue is being trained not to backbite. The heart is being trained to forgive and it's hard to forgive people that have wronged you. I find that hard. If I know that someone has lied to me about me and I've tried to help them and they've repaid me by lying to me, it breaks my heart. And I sometimes 
can't talk to the person for weeks and months and years. And the Lord has had to train my heart to surrender that hurt or betrayal. And I've hurt people with my words. And people I may never see again. And I've had to ask the Lord to help those people to forgive me. But it's a daily walk. And it's a daily undoing of the work that the enemy has done. Um, A daily undoing of the partnership that I had with the enemy for many, many years. He was my ally. I allowed the enemy to do the things in me that he wanted to do. You know, I've been working and praying for the Lord to help me with my temper. And I'm not there yet. But I know that the, the Lord is good. And he will see to it that I become perfect. But I'm getting better. And wherever you are right now, the Lord will walk you to where you need to be. He will help you get there. And it is hard because it does require obedience. It does require submission. It requires us um, to be humble. And it requires our repentance. Psalm 119, verse 44 and 45. Psalm 119 is the longest psalm in the book of Psalms, but it's wonderful. And if you have the time, yeah, just read through it. Because um, the Lord has promises for you that you have not yet uncovered, and he will show himself to you through his word. Psalm 119, verse 44 and 45. I will keep your law continually. That's your submission to God's authority forever and ever, hearing, receiving, loving and obeying it. And I will walk at liberty and at ease, for I have sought and inquired for and desperately required your precepts. Uh, Now, I love I love the way it says desperately required. We sometimes don't know what we need until we really, really need it. And I'm trying to get to the point where I'm not praying out of desperation I'm praying just that of affection and longing to communicate with the Lord. So when crises come, because my goodness, have they come? I can think of an incident every day in the past 375 days where I've cried to the Lord and said, Father, how did it get to this? Now, some of that was from disobedience and I'm now eating the fruit of disobedience. But some of it was the things that actually happened to me, even though I did the right thing. But the Lord has encouraged me not to allow situations to get so bad where I become desperate and have to do an SOS Father intervene now prayer. And he's asking me and requires of me now to be in with him daily saying, Father, thank you for your help. Yes, Sarata, thank you for going ahead of me. It's much harder to live that way because when you feel good, you think, well, I feel fine. There's no issue today. The house is not on fire today. But you know what the Bible says? The man who laid up those treasures in that house, his life was required of him that night. And I never, ever, ever want to be asleep when I should be awake. But I also don't want to be awake when I should be asleep. There's, there's a time to sleep and there's a time to fight. There's a time to be awake. And what I want is to be continually in love with the Lord. So when the need comes up, it's nothing... Because the Lord and I are talking about it already. I'll give you one good example. Now I know there's things I don't enjoy doing. You know me. You know what I'm like. And I know there's things I love to do. 
And the things I don't enjoy, I will leave until the last minute. And the things I love to do, I will do all day long. So what the Lord has encouraged me to do is just to get up a little bit earlier and do the hard things first and do the things I love at the end of the day. Because even when I'm tired, please believe I will do the things I love. It's just the way that I am. But I have to submit to the Lord and to his authority to do what he's asked me to do early in the day. And this is spiritual. Do what the Lord has asked you to do early in the day, early in your life. So at the end of the day, that's the end of your life, things won't be hard for you or your children or your children's children. Let's desperately require the Lord's precepts. Let's walk in liberty. Let's keep the Lord's law continually and walk at ease, be at ease. Isaiah 1, 19 and 20. So the last scripture for today, girls. Isaiah 1. Yeah. Isaiah 1, verse 19 and 20. Now, if you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Okay. I don't know how else to say it. This, this is it. And this is the word of the Lord. What, what do you want? Do you want the good of the land? Or do you want to be devoured by the sword? Let's pray. Father, I, I can't cope sometimes with the intensity of the truth of your word. But though you slay me, I live. And what I want most of all is to, to grow in obedience and to um, walk in ease and liberty, to eat the good of the land, help my unbelief, help my stubbornness, help my rage. Mm. Help me to um, forgive quicker than I do and strengthen me to be submissive to my husband, my best friend, my shepherd and my pastor. Help me to walk in obedience to the authority at my, my church, Father. And even though, you know, I work for myself, there's a level of submission to authority that is required for me to function as a as a businesswoman in this day and age. Help me, Father. And I extend that grace to your women as they listen, that they too <coughs> would walk in submission and authority. And as they yield to your authority, that you would redeem theirs. And instead of having it taken from them, the way Saul's kingdom was taken from him, that you would restore to all who are listening through present obedience all that belong to them because the first Adam opened us up to sin but the second Adam redeemed us from all sin Holy Spirit would you come and any any disobedience that we have um committed father willfully unwillfully that you would forgive us And as we start again today to walk in obedience to you, I know we'll be tested. Help us to pass the test and walk in your ease and your liberty and your light. Help us not to have rebellion in our hearts. Help us not to hold um, 
uh, grudges. This is so hard, Father. But help us to walk in obedience to godly authority and to your authority, especially for the married ladies, those preparing to be married. Walk in submission to your husband's godly authority. Godly authority. May the husbands take their rightful place as the leaders and the shepherds and the pastors in the home. For anybody that's been hurt by a local church authority, by a local authority, by an employer, whether through harassment or bullying or racism or an attack or unfair dismissal. Anybody that's been hurt by an employer or by someone in authority through abuse or exploitation, redeem them now that their hearts would soften to authority again, maybe through police brutality, through a teacher or a, a priest or pastor, anybody that's been hurt by, or a parent, a father, a mother, anybody, father, that has been hurt or has caused hurt and you misuse their position of leadership, misuse their position of authority, anybody on the receiving or the um, the... Or in the position of authority, Father. So I'm praying for two things. Anybody who's been on the receiving end of misuse of power. And anybody that has misused their power. That's listening. Forgive us all now. And may we from today be gentle. This one's for me. Meek and mild. With a still tongue. To be slow to anger and quick to hear. By your manifold grace would you come. By your spirit, Lord, by your spirit, Lord, by your spirit, Lord, lead us by your spirit, Lord, by your spirit, Lord, by your spirit, Lord, lead us. By your spirit, Lord, lead us into all truthfulness that we would walk in your ways. And we would never be put to shame in this gospel that we live and we preach. I don't understand your goodness, Father, but I know it's real. Have your perfect way in this place and hem us in that we will not be disqualified and the word would not be stolen from us. And that our spouses and our children and our loved ones would be continually protected as we stand on the front line for you in jesus name amen that is the end of part one loaded 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 may the spirit of the lord bless you and encourage you today the call to action is to kneel and to yield your heart to the lord and godly authority now and may you prosper And may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Peace which surpasses all understanding. And that you may prosper in your health as your soul prospers. And that you would be abundantly wealthy and lack no good thing. Because the cross and the son of the most high God was not withheld from you. So no good thing shall he withhold from you today, baby girl. I am your sister, I am your friend, I am your host, 
I am your next step coach. I'm Lily Lincoln and this is Revitalise 2020. Submission to Authority, God's and Man's, Part 1. Have a wonderful day. I love you. Bye-bye.